everybody, this is Steve, and this is Parn Parn, and this is Flippin' and Mashing. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back to our we discussion. Dec- of- we've decided to just take a vacation for a month. <laughs> yeah, um, which is, it's, it is my fault. I've had a lot of family issues recently, so I've had to take a step back, and as a result, we haven't been able to podcast. And I apologize to all of you listening, as well as to Parnell. Uh, who's been my mom was bugging me she's like where's the podcast (laughs) (laughs) well we're back we're finally back and then steve or steve uh chris was always hey when is it gonna happen i know i'm at home with a new baby and i'm bored yeah same same (laughs) oh he's had his baby now yeah cooper that's awesome it's very cool looks kind of like chris which is scary. That's a shame. And good at the same time. <laughs> the other day I got a picture and I was like, where's your baby's goatee? Oh, uh, nice. Um, yeah, so he's healthy. That's always good. Healthy family. Yes. But once that baby hits daycare, it's going to be game over. Your health is now crap and you will always be sick. It is crazy how fast that switches almost immediately as soon as the baby goes into daycare you all of a sudden have a whole bunch of diseases yep i already got um me and my wife both got super nasty colds Mm -hmm. once uh daycare Mm -hmm. started but it's it's the it's the cause and effect i mean or not even cause effect it's what you gotta do because otherwise how you gonna go to work and stuff um we're just building up their immune systems yeah that's all we're doing all right uh we do have some listener Feedback. Yeah, I got to open this so I can get really oh, excited. Here. I go, have go a a monster rehab tea lemonade energy in one can. And uh, continuing with our sponsored episode by Monster, <laughs> I have uh, a monster uh, extra strength uh, nitro drink. What was your mic check thing? Is that from the can? Oh, I was just reading off the back of the can. <laughs> Don't let the skinny can fool you. Monster Energy Extra Strength packs a full load of our tried and true energy blend. That's a load of something. <laughs> there you go. Unleash the Nitro Beast. Um, the Nitro Beast. Mm-hmm. So, we had a listener contact us. My brother-in-law, Nick, emailed and copied um, his friend on the email, but included us. And he just said, "Here, Three. ass." So, is it the other friend who's asking the question, or is he just... Yeah, so he sent a group email of us, him, and his friend. Okay. And he just said, here you go, ass. And I was going... I replied back first saying, really, I'm an ass? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he just goes, you know, I wanted to get my friend on to talk to you. Okay. So, his name is Matt. Sure. Um, I, I remember talking to him at the, like, the wedding dinner. We sat across from each other and... Whose wedding? Yours? My sister. Okay. Sorry. I guess I should clarify. Yeah. <laughs> just the Princess Bride's wedding. Okay, go, go on. <laughs> Me and the giant, we were just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for the six-fingered man. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we were talking games for a while. And we talked all sorts of fun stuff. Sure. Um, speaking of, Nick's sister's husband is... Well, they're both into gaming. His sister and his brother-in-law. Okay. So, but they're big into PUBG and Fortnite or something. All right. What? Well, that, that makes sense but because cool both those have, games are similar. Yeah, but they only have one Xbox. I don't know. They have to share it. it sounds mm. horrible. Yeah, that does. Sounds Especially like they need, if they're both gamers. That seems yeah. almost impossible. I was almost like, you need to ask for another one for Christmas or something. Yep. Definitely. Which then, of course, they need another TV as well. Yeah, but those are cheap. You can get those for free on the side of the road. I saw an old Sony Trinitron, like, 4x3 crt tube on the side of the road on the way to work the other day and i <laughs> almost stopped like should i pick this up <laughs> no it's too big there was a huge tv you know like one of those projectors a, a, yeah a projector a projector tv yeah yeah back back projection yeah one of those was on my block i don't know maybe about a month ago and it was there for like two days and then some hooligans kicked it over and smashed it so then it was there for a long time because nobody was going to pick up this garbage now but whatever it finally it's finally gone now hooligans damn it mm-hmm. okay so matt finally got back to us he goes uh i like to see a thieves did you guys ever cover the games uh cover the new game from soft game Sekiro shadows die twice not sure if you guys covered that being it's a dark souls type of game i've okay. never heard of that game back it up what is the actual name of the game 
Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Shadows Die Twice. Never even heard of it. Yeah, pull it up so I can even, so I can at least see what the cover looks like. Oh, yeah, I've never. It's not out yet. This comes out next year. It looks cool. It looks like you're kind of a ninja, mm-hmm. and then Dark Souls. Maybe he just means, have we seen it? Do we oh, have any commentary yeah. about it? Um, it says you... early nine, 2019, so it should be coming. So wait, it wait. should have been. Is at... this that the PlayStation Ninja game? No, okay. no, no. This is on Xbox, Windows, and PlayStation Four. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say that? Yes, it's the Sony, the big PS4 Ninja game. Right. Yeah. No, I'm excited for that though. Um, <clears throat> have not seen it. Looking at some pictures, all I see is pictures. Quick. The graphics look really good. They look sick. Um, it looks kind of like Tenchu, open world and bigger. Yeah. Um, I've played a lot of Dark Souls and Demon Souls. Okay. Now I have not played either one. So you're the expert when it comes to that kind of stuff. I, I've been told it's super hard and you'll hate your life if you play it. And I was like, cool. I don't really want to play. Okay. It so, it, Demon Souls came out on PlayStation Three. And it really is a game where it's kind of like a throwback to the old gen, like uh, eight and sixteen bit games, where it's hard as hell. And there's no save points. There's save points. Um, far and few between. Yeah, and when you die, you have to go get your body to get all your crap back. Okay. So it's a very punishing game, but that makes it. Oh man, I just was reading a, like an article about it makes it more rewarding. Yeah, where things aren't just given to you, like uh, for like Call of Duty storyline, right? Where you mm-hmm. can literally just blow through it just because they made it that way, right? Oh yeah, we just we just threw a story in there. It really doesn't take much effort, especially if you turn down the the difficulty. You can pretty much run through it, basically just blasting in the, yeah. in forward. The cool thing about when Demon Souls came out was when you could it wasn't multiplayer. But you could leave notes for other people because it's an online game. So you could leave notes before a boss or before a dark corner and say, you know, give them a heads up. Then in Dark Souls, you could, um, I think you could do a co-op where you could join someone else's game. And um, you could also go into someone else's game and be a bad guy and try to kill them. So it was a pretty neat. It was a pretty neat experience. People, a lot of people clung to it and like it. They like that hard. But I remember playing and being stuck, and you would go to the same spot, and you just get hacked to hell. And it was a little frustrating. Mm-hmm. I can see why some people like it, and then they just won't play it again. Sure. But um, what do you call it? Yeah, you just die a lot. There is a similar game that just came out just recently uh, called Dead Cells. And the only reason why I say it's similar is because this is a side-scroller. It's not a... Uh, the 3D world. Right. It, but it, but it has uh, kind of an, a throwback feel, but it wants to have a punishing experience where it doesn't have save points and stuff like that. And it, recently, Dead Cells got a whole bunch of... Oh, IGN missed uh, Yeah, because IGN plagiarized their review on it. So they had a bunch of hype, and I myself looked into it because I didn't know anything about this game until the whole plagiarism aspect from IGN. Uh, so then... I guess as almost free publicity, Dead Cells got hyped and pushed all over the place because of what IGN messed up. I actually, I'm okay with hard games. Mm-hmm. I got um one this Wonder Boy or whatever that was an original Sega Genesis game, okay. Mega Drive, that they remade, remastered, and I have it on the Switch. It's called Wonder Boy. Yeah. Does it? it I, I'm picturing like Mega Man. Let's look. Wonder Boy: like The Dragon's Trap. I don't know if you've... It's kind of cartoony looking. Oh, it's available on all platforms, yeah. too. Um, you kind of beat a section, and then you start again, but as a different animal or character. It looks... The art looks really cool. And the best part is that during the gameplay, you can click a button and go to 8-bit or the new HD gen. That's neat. And it, the music and everything switches back and forth. On the fly. It's super neat. And this isn't an old game. It is a new game, It's right? a brand new game, yeah. Okay. They just had that However, cool art effect in there. I, I, I like the game. It's hard, which is good. I like It's fine. But there's no checkpoints or fucking anything until you switch characters. So, and the hard part is, 
on your mission, like you're like that level, sure, you have to get to the end and then make your way back. And if you die, you start back at town, which is the beginning. Mm. And so even so, technically the end of the level is only fifty percent. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay. <laughs> that got real fucking annoying on these harder levels. Uh huh. And I stopped playing. Okay. This I played on the way to Korea, and bang, and I got just ultra pissed. How expensive is the game? God, I want to say it was like forty. Okay. It was forty to full price, like All right. sixty. Okay. So that was annoying. Would Very you annoying. say it would be better if it was priced at like thirty bucks? No, put a fucking checkpoint in at the end of the level. Okay. All right. Sure. That makes sense. It's a full game. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. A lot mm-hmm. of work was put into it. Okay. But Jesus, you can have like, you know, enable checkpoints and let noob gamers play like that. And then if you want classic play, which is nothing, mm-hmm. let people play classic. No, I hear you. I I just wish there were options for, because this isn't, you know, this is a good throwback. You know, I don't think in Sega Genesis days there was checkpoints like that. However, we have the technology. It is 2018. Right. Right. Um, was that his only comment? Oh, my bad. We were talking about Matt's email. Okay. <clears throat> uh, speaking of Sea of Thieves, we need to go play it. There's a bunch of new updates. Yes. With the Megalodon. Yep. And then and now the ghost ship. Oh, the ghost ship looks cool. It really does. I don't own the game, but like mm-hmm. you had loaded it on the, you had logged into the work xbox we right. played it yeah i have my account loaded up on the on the work xbox we can check it out i replied back and kind of talked to him trying to get an idea of what he wants us to talk about and then um asked him you were big into paladins and i asked him if he played it he says he tried to but it just seemed like a reskin of overwatch which he thinks is a dying game um it may or may not be but the pro circuit of it is pretty big still um, right I'm paladins f- is a res. It's a knockoff. It's a yeah. free-to-play knockoff of Overwatch, so it's supposed to be right. I mean, um, I mean, I, I bet if you asked them, they'd be offended by that, but they they shouldn't be. It is what it is. It is an Overwatch game that is for free, which is why they're so popular. Yeah, is because it's a free version. Because I don't want to pay for Overwatch. I'm not going to play it that much. Right. But Paladin's free. I think I played it with you two or three times. Mm-hmm. It's all right. I don't mind it. I still I still hate the Joy-Con joysticks. Well, I mean that's that's why I guess I like I played it with both. I played it with the Nintendo Xbox like controller and I've played it with my Joy-Cons. I like it both ways. Since I since my so Joy-Cons are a little by controller. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> because one being mobile, I like just picking up the controller and just sitting in my chair or whatever. I think the Game Freak cap things would would bump my yeah. like 50 percent you, ha- you have to get the control freak caps to put on your joy oh god it uh, sucks those stupid thumbsticks thumbsticks are tiny mm-hmm. well, yeah, they're twice as big about maybe twice as high they're way better oh yeah that's my main because i was playing crash and a lot of the levels you have to go straight up like the bridge or you're running down toward yourself and mm-hmm. since you your thumb you know you get a little not sweaty sweaty but you get a little you get a little lubrication on your thumb sure and you hold the, you have to hold the joystick down or up the entire level. Yeah, your thumb's slipping and stuff. And the damn Joy-Con top is so tiny that I keep having to readjust, and it's annoying. And I keep thinking, if I just would have bought those damn Game Freak things, and they don't cost very much. I mean, they're really cheap. And then you know, I, I put the game down, and then I forget. And then um, the next day, I pick the game up. I'm like, where are my damn Game Freak tops? <laughs> Before you buy the next game. Because you buy you buy a decent amount of games when it comes to the Nintendo Switch. Before you buy your next game, you should buy an accessory like that for your. Because you you buy <clears> accessories, <throat> especially if I had them. You know, my wife Maybe commented. I should just buy them for you and then sell them to you for five bucks. My wife commented on how many games for Switch I have mm. and how uh, few I play. Mm. She goes, "I didn't know you had so many games." I'm like, well, I was trying to collect every single game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I Back. forgot that that was your plan for a while. Was you were going to collect them all? Um, because when the Switch launched, there wasn't that many, and so I was like, "All right, here we go." Right? I, what did I get? Ten games? But this last year alone, they've released way too many. Dozens and dozens and dozens. And Maybe fifty. They released uh, a lot of games. No this more year. than that. Well, and that's only physical. Like the indie Good games. Point. Holy! And all these indie games are getting physical releases now. Mm-hmm. Like Crash. 
Mm-hmm. Wait, Crash was considered an, an indie game? No, I, well, no, but I just meant it got brought physical. Okay, sure. Um, God, I love that game. Mm-hmm. It's bringing back my nostalgia feels. Anyway, Matt, he goes, a topic I'm interested in could be how there seems to be a strong want for harder games like Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Rebirth of Isaac. That was one of my first games. Get over it. That, uh, on the Switch. Uh, that not a lot of companies want to try and tackle. Just that type of game interests me in general. How dying matters just as much as where you die. You have to literally start over. Permadeath, I guess you could say. Sure. Right. Um, he brings up a very valid point. <clears throat> I want to say The Binding of Isaac was one of the one of the newer death games that started to make it popular again. Maybe Super Meat Boy. I don't remember when that kind of... It was kind of gen... Mm-hmm. It was year, two, three, four years ago. But I got The Binding of Isaac with my Switch. And it was the first time I played it, right? Because it was on PC and some consoles before that. But um, it's the same game. However, every time you play it, the, the levels are procedurally generated random every single time. Really? So every in theory, every game and your um, bonus like extras... Your superpowers and stuff. Wait, how much of the level is is randomly generated? The entire thing. Really? That's crazy. So every time you play, it's different. However, the the premise of like, I think it's you have to beat three levels. You go to the next like the sewer, then you beat three levels. Three levels, you go to the next area. That's the same. But like every level you play is different. So I'm assuming this is a side scroller. No, it's top down, dungeon crawler. Kinda. Okay, gotcha. Um. And it's a, t- a twin stick shooter, right? Like your left one moves you, your right one oh. shoots stuff. It Are is... you always shooting? No. Okay. It is hard as fuck. Hmm. Um, I, I, the first time I played it, I got insanely frustrated and like I can't beat the fucking first level. I can't beat the first level. Hmm. You kind of learn what you have to do though, and they gave you some instructions. Where like games like Paladins and stuff, they don't you know. There's no instructions. You right. just play. Right. But it's a different. It is a different style of game where you die, you start the game again. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. But it's hard, and that's what it's supposed to be. But at least in that type of game, it's different every time you play it. Mm-hmm. So I, you're not gonna the same guy is gonna kill you or the same level. It's it's completely different level. All new bad guys. All new um, at bonus. Uh, power-ups and stuff every single time right now there are codes so you can replay that same power-up levels and stuff uh-huh um i i've taken screenshots to save those but like if you have a good run you can hit the pause and grab your code so you can do that again like you get the same power-ups and stuff okay but you have to just play it all over again all right um there's a a point where it's like it's kind of what your parents tell you, right? If you fail, don't give up. Try again. Because it makes you better. Yeah, and you learn from it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where for a while there were games, like we said, Call of Duty single player, where it's just so easy. It just kind of... You just expect to never die. You just ex- Or if you die, you start right away. Right. And you just go. Which I think is a really big complaint about uh, Destiny's campaign. Destiny's campaign, for a lot of people... I mean, I know that, that you had some struggles when you were playing by yourself, but I would say like Marshall, my, my brother, or like our, our friend Jesse and stuff like that, they they don't die. They go all the way through the whole entire game without dying one time. Yeah, but they were with a party, right? I don't think Jesse was. But either way, I myself don't play in a party, and I very rarely die. So I would consider it to be a relatively easy game now. I think that there's enough restriction against me that I feel like I'm moving forward and this is valuable to me, but never am I honestly, or very rarely am I ever frustrated or in fear of never going to get past this level. Because hmm. even if I do die, it's like, okay, well, next time just don't fall off the cliff. It'll be easy. Right, try again. Where do you start over from? Uh, not far from wherever you die. Are there checkpoints as you progress through that? Yes. Okay. And, and they're... Oh, that's right. It's like Halo. Yeah, it's, it's very... Those checkpoints happen very frequently. I mean, if I died from somebody, it would back me up not very far. And I would start from there. 
Yeah. So there's basically before the encounter is when it is oh, whenever that's right because there's a couple encounters where there's you know they have like the little guys and the big bad guy. Right. And for me, I was like in Destiny One, I thought it was a lot harder than Destiny Two. Destiny Two is easy to okay. do by to do more by yourself. I also didn't have a high level. Like I'm like twenty or below when I was playing Destiny One, and you you had jumped in and helped me because it was just like I I can't. Sure. Because I don't think they change via how many guys are with you. In your it party. also it matters was just what you're playing too. Like I think that you and I were playing some different like strikes and stuff like that that were geared towards what my level was. Oh sure. So then <clears> therefore <throat> you were way out of your class. Therefore, you were fighting guys that were way bigger, way bigger than you. Now it does give you better stuff. So in the end, like if you just suffer through the constant dying or whatever, at the end you'll get some really cool armor. But you were fighting uphill for sure, whereas I was probably paralleled with it. Yeah, no Destiny One. I was frustrated in, until you would jump in. Destiny Two. Did I play with you? I played most of the single player. I I only played like two levels with you. It was okay. mainly John who was playing with you. I played oh, through Destiny, yeah, I would, the storyline only by myself. That's right, me and John. He would tell me a bunch. Mm-hmm. He didn't like talking on the microphone that much. No, he's not a communicator when it comes <laughs> to to video games. He's pretty quiet. Um, have you played any of these games where they're super hard and you die a lot? Not recently, no. Um, that's kind of one of the reasons why I was thinking about picking up Dead Cells, is because that's one of its uh, things that it keeps promoting is that you die and then you try again. Like in one of its trailers, like the main character is like all like cartoon drawing. It's not mm-hmm. like in game. And uh, you're like a, I don't know if you want to say a mage, but you have some kind of like magic powers and abilities. And uh, you, you run out, you die by something. So he comes back to like his like mage teacher and he says, all right, I need it. A bigger sword. So he gives him a bigger sword. So he runs back out, dies, comes back. He's like, all right, I need magic, whatever. So he gives him something else. He keeps running out and dying over and over and over and over again, trying to come up and evolve and come up with a better way to defeat his enemies over and over and over and over again to finally he figures it out. And so I just thought that the trailer itself was kind of demonstrating that idea. Like, yeah, you can keep trying until you actually figure out how to best beat these people. That way you can get through it because there's no checkpoints. You have to survive the whole way through to the end of the level. Non-linear progression. Unlock new levels with every death. Take new path. Tired of strike stinking service on it. Take the rampants. Wait, so say that again? I don't know. Uh, every single time you play, there's a new level as well? Kind of like what you were saying before about the other game? Unlock new levels with every death Try uh, to take a new path. Tired of stinking sewers? Why not take the rampant, ramparts? Interesting. interesting. Yeah. Um, are you not entirely sure what that means without playing it. Exactly. It looks. It's a side scroll. It looks kind of like... Prince of Persia mixed with Hollow Knight or something? It, it seems interesting. I like the art. Oh, the art is cool. They call them... They call like a Metroidvania. Kind of side-scroller, 2D, but... Really sweet graphics, really fast. I could see why this is a high-death game. It's very... Lots of bad guys flying around. Right, so, I mean, so this game here... No, No, I haven't played a game that has been punishing recently for a long time i mean not even sonic i mean sonic i had some difficulty with uh mm-hmm. late in later levels i mean when you first start playing i don't i haven't played the mania you were saying that sonic mania is difficult correct it gets difficult i'm on the casino level and there's i think after that it gets hard i mean it's hard you can get through it sure and i don't know if there's checkpoints those little things you hit in the ball goes and then that you like restart from i there. guess n- now that i bring up sonic that would be the only punishing game that I've played in years. Oh. And so it is the first time I've actually hit my head against the wall over and over and over. And, well, I mean, not, not, not in reality, but I'm saying metaphorically over and over and over again, keep running into the same problem, the same, just trying to figure out, okay, you cannot run that fast. You have to slow down for and this Sonic period of time. And Sonic even has different paths. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay, so I'm <clears throat> finding the easiest path forward every single time I... I'm not uh, a wizard when it comes to Sonic at all. I'm just trying to get through the levels. Okay, so, Steve, you, I don't know, sometimes I don't think you have patience. Correct. I would, I would agree with that. So how are you going to play a game like this? If I bought it, if I put money down knowing what I was buying, it'd be a different story. Really? Yeah. 
I think if this was a free-to-play game and I had difficulty with it, I'd probably walk away. But if I bought it with the knowledge of this is going to be your hard game, this is going to be the punishing difficult game that's going to, uh, I don't know, squeeze evolution out of you, then uh, I'd be willing to to do it. But I wouldn't, if it was a free game and I was hitting my head against you know, a metaphorical wall over and over and over again, I'd be like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. I can go play Paladins and enjoy myself for the rest of the night. Sure. Hmm. Um, what other games do I have? I have um, Riptide Renegade, and that started getting into. It's I know I'm not dying, but like I kept racing and I couldn't win. I, I hit a point where my I don't have a fast enough, <clears throat> like a good enough jet ski, mm-hmm. and I have to grind a bunch to get enough points to go get it the next one. Okay, and I just stop wanting to do it because like every race like, you just come in like second or third and it's like fuck this i think another big problem that i have is there's always new games coming mm. out all the time whether it be mobile or nintendo or xbox i got too many avenues that i want to run down it's almost like you just stay off the internet like you have to just never look yeah, for a new game you really do because the, if if there was no other game that had my you know attention, attention <clears throat> then i would stick with a harder game like let's say if i was stuck on a, like a sonic level and i couldn't get over it i would keep playing that game over and over again until i finally beat it you know you know how you we used to do this when we were little you literally only own one game right <laughs> and that's how you get so good at these games and you beat them is because you only own one your old game that you used to play and the current game that you have now that you spent all of your money on so you will beat this game because this is everything to you Whereas now, in just my, I don't know what you want to call it, like my, my preloaded games in the Nintendo, I got like eight sitting there. So if I'm losing in a game, or if I'm having difficulty and I get too frustrated or bored, I'll just switch over to another game without even having to put in a new cartridge or anything. Yeah. Oh, I know. There's a couple of games on the Switch that are kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Aquamoto Racing. And um, the snow version, there's a snowmobile racing, just because they look fun. Sure. And you can get them physical, but you can also buy them digital. Mm-hmm. And it's to the point where it's like, I love physical, but these aren't really good games. Uh-huh. So do I just buy them digitally so I don't have to F around with the cartridge? Uh-huh. But then I like pissing my wife off, having this huge stack of Switch <laughs> games taking up space in the cabinet. And you're doing such a good job of pissing her off yeah. that you don't want to mm-hmm. lay up now. Yeah, I understand. She gets mad that I say I... I do things to piss her off. She's like, I'm not actually mad. <laughs> um, oh, but I guess just on that exact subject still, I mean, I, I have four mobile games right now that I am semi-good at, that oh, I could be really God. good at if I was just playing one of them. But I have them all on my phone, and I'm playing them all, kind of. If I would just stick with one and make the willing effort to just delete the other ones off of the hard drive. I got an idea. Delete all your mobile games. Mm, that sounds like a ludicrous idea. But I <laughs> I hear you. Um, I didn't realize... Um, so I've been playing tons of Crash Bandicoot. And, like, I think... Well, we we did record a podcast a couple weeks ago, and it was the audio was just garbage. Yep. My computer was full of space, and then it just jacked the MP3 file up, up when it was saving. Mm-hmm. But what we were talking about was I was playing Crash 1, and you had said, oh, j- just beat the game. Yeah. And then move to Crash 2. Yeah. I got to a level where I literally died over 20 times in a row. So this is what you've been talking about. Yeah. And yeah. it's Crash. There's checkpoints. There's usually, you know, three checkpoint boxes in a level, but mm-hmm. there's far far and few between. Mm-hmm. And I got pissed, and I was just like, nope, done. Starting Crash 2. Crash 2? pretty much is takes the fun of crash one and makes it easy er okay it is a good game i started crash 3 on my wii the gamecube version a while ago and i didn't like it but i'll pop it in again three yeah once i beat two i'm getting pretty far in the game i'm actually stuck on that too there's like this side it's like it's it's like an inside of a castle and it's raining and there's you know these little blocks that slide in yeah, and out. I know what you're talking about. <clears throat> I'm just oh my god. It's like a prisoner who arms his arm keeps swiping. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, why don't you fucking stop? So that's the spot that you're stuck on? On Crash Two. Okay. And that's where um 
It's kind of like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. I kept dying. Did I beat that game? I got to the end. I I doubt it. Only reason why I say I doubt it is because I don't know if you've beaten any of your Nintendo games since you've gotten them. You shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> I just. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did get. I might have got to the. I think I got to the end. Um, cat like mountain, where I'm about to beat the boss. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm almost there. But same thing. You if you die, like. You the mask on Crash comes up and he's like, "Game over," and then you can start back, like retry the level. You do that enough times and you get a free mask. Sure, like, uh, pretty much a one death or one hit. The problem is all the levels I die on are the ones where you fall to your death, like the bridge levels mm. and the castle one. So that mask doesn't mean shit, right? But um, you start back with three lives. Well, it's three chances to get the level complete. So all of a sudden, you just start blowing through game overs. Mm-hmm. Then I have to put the game down, and a, a, a lot of time too, I'm playing at night, so I have a might have, have a drink or eight. Okay, <laughs> you're just really bad at gaming, and then you just you shouldn't play. Uh huh. At any rate, they are supposed to be bringing the new Demon Souls to the Switch. Okay, so um, I I don't know if I'll buy it. I would only buy it if you plan on actually playing it. I got. If you're gonna do it just to collect it, don't don't do that anymore. Just just buy. I'm not buying to collect. Oh, that's what you've been doing. You shut up. Just I'm saying, just buy if you're going to play it. If you're not going to play it, then don't worry about it. And I, I don't mean just to taste it. I mean because like you can, if you want to just taste it, watch somebody else play it on Twitch or on YouTube, and then you can taste it through that way. I think the hard part is. Um. I don't have tons of time, right, with a with a little one. Mm-hmm. So why would I want to play games that are you have to just that you have to grinding. devote time to? Yeah, lots of time. Like I, I even tried to fire up Zelda again, and it was like, where? What was I doing? Mm-hmm. What a, it's one of those games where you you need to play almost daily, or you need to kind of play a lot, even if you don't put a lot of time in. You just have to keep playing it a lot. Um, but. Bloodborne, that's a PlayStation 4 exclusive. That looked really fun. I've never played it. Speaking of PlayStation exclusives, the Horizon Dawn looks like it might come to Nintendo Switch. Even no. though that one kid from uh, Twitter said the opposite. Who, who said that, though? I don't know who that guy is. But he jumped in, uh, in our conversation. No, that's my friend Dan. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> no, but uh, this rumor of it coming to the Switch, are you kidding me? I don't think so. He, he had a point. PlayStation won't let crossplay happen with anybody, but they're going to let a Sony exclusive go to Nintendo. That's a good point. Because I guess what I was going to say is there's a lot of games being ported over right now to the Nintendo, but this is an exclusive to PlayStation. So that would be a completely different category than all the other games that are coming over right now. The, that that biggest move would be like a FU to Microsoft where you don't get Horizon Zero. Hmm. <laughs> They don't mind saying F you to Xbox, though. No, I know, but, like, that's what I mean. Like, they would port it to the Switch to be like, okay, to oh, do yeah. that on purpose. Little Xbox people can't play this sweet game, but little crappy Nintendo can. Mm-hmm. I don't think that has a multiplayer in it. I think it's just a story. It's single, just a story. Just like God of War. All right. See, again, the graphics are too good to go to the Switch. They can dumb them down a little bit. They don't have to be quite as crisp. And it's they still big- wouldn't be bad. No, I'd be all right, but it's still you're going, you're going from HD down to. I mean, not that the Switch can't do HD, but even Crash is neutered. Now I don't care because I get to play it mobile. Sure, and I, I just don't care enough about graphics. Like I don't give a shit. I guess when I'm holding it uh, handheld, I don't notice the difference. The screen's so damn small. I, right until I plug it into the dock, and as soon as I dock it and I see it on the big screen. I, the other day, deliberately flashed back and forth between Paladins on the Xbox and Paladins on the Nintendo to mm. see what the difference was. And there was a distinct difference. I could tell how much more or how much uh, more the Xbox could graphically handle sure. when uh, I was flicking back and forth in between it. But when I'm holding it handheld, you wouldn't notice because it's, it's just so no, much smaller. It's small. like playing on your phone. Yeah, right. it's, it's so small. You can't see the details. Like Nintendo's Donkey Kong mm-hmm. um, or what was the other game? Or even Crash. Like, the hair on Donkey Kong 
is all rendered and stuff when you dock. And when you when you have it in handheld, you just can't really see the the individual hairs. It's just kind of they kind of just blur it. Sure. And it still looks good, but you can't appreciate the level of detail until you dock. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's kind of whatever. But like some people care about graphics, so that so they'll go buy the Xbox One X and they'll go buy the Sony PS4 Pro. I don't care that much. And they all need to have 4K screens. Ugh, and and yeah. here's the thing: if that's your deal, if that's what you want to do, then I completely get it. Um, that's just not a high priority for me. I do like good graphics. I'm not saying I want just shitty graphics. Oh yeah, but for sure. I would say that having the absolute edge right now, having a 4K screen with an Xbox One X isn't a priority. You'd have in my to life. break up with your girlfriend, sell your kids into <laughs> slavery or something, dude. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's just not. There's no point. That, yeah. I, I'm playing the exact same game as you right now. Yeah. I'm just not quite as crisp as uh, It's funny because we, we started playing StarCraft 2 in the office. Right. Um, And I grabbed an old a MacBook that we had laying around. Sure. And it's from 2015, so it's not it's not a slouch. Mm-hmm. Well, I throw StarCraft on it on the Mac side. And um, I was like, wow, the graphics are crap. So I kind of go into the settings to pump them up. And it was like, your computer can't handle this. Here's the recommended all low. And I'm going, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. But when you play and you kind of get into, you know, moving your troops, like, you don't need to see all that stuff. It really matters. Yeah, I mean, if if you can get sucked into really good gameplay, all you're thinking about is the gameplay. I mean, the, the things that you really miss are, like, the extra explosions and the little details like that. I mean... Your little, you know, how you click a troop, and they're little. They have like a little name, like the face badge that comes up at the bottom. I know very little about. Uh, oh, okay. About Starcraft. So you click a troop, and then you can see their face in the lower bar. Okay. And like it's like they're talking to you, kind of through oh, yeah. like a video yep. mic. Yep. You can have them 3D, or you can have them 2D. I'm like, why the fuck would I need 3D? So I, I everything's super low, and the graphics are. I mean, when you stop and look, it's like. Do oh. they still talk when they're in 2D? I mean, like, their, does their mouth move and stuff? I didn't even look, man. Okay. Which is, again, why it's right? easily fine. If you're not even 2D. looking over at it, then you definitely should have it turned down. Um, So I haven't played StarCraft since it came out. I bought it day one. Yeah. Crushed it. Loved it, I think. And then they were talking smack about it. And it's free right now. So I was like, you guys. When you say uh, talking smack, what do you mean? Talking, they, they De- beat you? Uh, Dustin and Ethan were all like, Ooh, we couldn't beat the computer two versus three or whatever. I'm like you guys suck at starcraft like the computer's not that hard and so they they talk smack about me and i was like all right let's load this baby up and so i got the laptop going and uh i forgot how much more uh convoluted starcraft 2 was like the troops and the buildings and all this stuff is like holy mm. smokes i you was huge compared to number one yeah i was i spent years playing starcraft one so i was used to it uh, StarCraft 2 has way more army builds and like the characters and, and troops and it's like we're going I'm like, and I was Zerg which is probably the most complicated and it's just like oh I'm just going to build Hydralisks and we won but it was I was kind of catching back up to my noob days because they won and they were talking about losing before did they feel like you were a massive benefit to the team or that you were better than them no. Okay. Uh, I honestly, I was just building hydralisk, like which is like a ground troop that can shoot land and air. Uh-huh. I just kept building tons of them, and I just did defense until Dustin's Protoss carrier fleet could just slowly fly over the map and kill everything. Mm. So, um, I don't know. It was fun. Well, um, we played it. We played a game today, and I switched to Protoss or Terran. I'm a big Protoss guy, but like I try to get to the other ones. I usually play, ra- play random and try to get better at one of those. But I don't know. I'm trying to convince them to go back to StarCraft One. Mm. Anyway, there's no way that they're going to go back to StarCraft One. It's so much. It's, a, it's such a solid game, and it's so much. And they do have an HD simple. render now. Oh, it looks good. But you have to pay. You have to pay 15 bucks. Well, that's 15 dollars. It's not that big of a deal. I'm hoping they remaster. Or a full game. Oh no, for sure. I'm hoping they remaster um, Warcraft 1 and 2 because Warcraft 2, oh, that was so fun. I remember. I would play Warcraft 2. If they, if they, make, they should. They should make an HD version. Yeah. Do you, 
Do you remember playing it? Yes. Do you me- they have air troops, water troops. You have little boats. Mm-hmm. I played oh. it in college for for a little bit. That was the game where we used to use dial-up modems to connect with each other and play with each other. Do you remember what dial-up internet is, Steve? Or <laughs> did you only have uh, broadband? Never heard of it. Um, what is Znet? <laughs> Wasn't that one Znet? Yeah. Z. The big Z. Everyone collected like those discs. Maybe they Znet. Did- yeah, I think it's Znet. I don't know. I, I I always had the AOL discs, but we never had AOL. Oh. There was a lot of people who would collect those discs just for the heck of it and like put them on their walls and stuff. Someone told me, uh, one of my old neighbors was like, yeah, you can just, you can reburn all these discs. So I was like saving all my AOL discs and come to find I out. I was told that if you, I could you can't putting in those discs, I could keep getting unlimited internet. And I tried to do that and it didn't work. And we ended up, or I didn't do it right. So my dad ended up paying uh, for internet like one month, and he was flipping his lid because he paid for internet one month. And I was like, dear God in heaven. Because it was like 20 bucks. I mean, we're not talking about breaking the yeah, bank Do you know here. what's on the internet? Uh, yes. I'm aware of what's on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but, Trolls. Yeah. Either way, he, uh, he flipped his lid over, and I felt like a, a failure or something. Like, oh, I'm sorry, Dad. I meant... <laughs> I meant to give us free internet forever. <laughs> I still have those AOL discs at home. Did you? Just in case I can like burn data onto them. You're so weird. I'm just kidding. Okay, <laughs> I threw that crap out. Um, another. I don't know if you want to get into this or not. I wanted to uh, go on to the subject of if you could only play one video game or. Let's do, both. Let's do one video game and then one pinball. Yeah, and one pinball machine for the rest of your life. Now, now we have to try to put up, put up some boundaries because, I mean, this doesn't mean your favorite game. This means the game that you can play forever, which might not be the same as your favorite game. Yeah, because if, uh, if I pick uh, Legacy, Blood Omen Legacy of Cain, it's an RPG, but it's a linear path. Once you beat the game, you have to play the game over. Right. And there might be a couple different things you can do. Right. So or, you, you got to think about longevity here. Yeah, what could you exactly. actually play over and over again, or continue to play not over and over again, but just forever? Because if you picked Call of Duty multiplayer, you would be playing multiplayer only, right, for the rest mm-hmm. of your. Which to some people would be their jam. It's all they yeah. want. So, hmm. I thought about it for a little bit. So I guess we have to have to put some, up some boundaries. Like, do we consider these new living games like Destiny or? Warframe or even like Paladins or like something like that because these games have constant updates coming in. Yeah, like Sea of Thieves and stuff. Right. Do we count those or does it have to be like a well? Yeah, because they're going to stop at some point. They're just gonna they're gonna end or stop updates. They might keep the servers up for a while, but but that's the thing. What if the server ends? Well, this is a fictional thing. Oh, anyways. come on! So in, so bring the in, boundary in our in. fictional world. This is an, an indefinite scenario. Lame. This is an indefinite scenario. Yeah, for sure. but they might not keep releasing updates forever. So you have to put like a stop on. You get one more year of updates or something, and that's it. Yeah, they will not continue to release updates. So let's say, let's just say, for instance, if I picked a Destiny Two right now, I would be able to ride all their updates until Destiny Three comes out. So then I would be stuck with, you know maybe two years three years of content which is still a decent amount of content it's quite a bit and that includes multiplayer and stuff like that but um no it would not count destiny 3 it would not count like an infinite amount of downloadable content going forward okay so did you pick a game i had destiny 2 stuck in my head for a long time yep don't know if I want to see it because I got a lot of problems with Destiny 2 and I, I, I want to point the finger at him and say, you know, fuck you because you guys aren't the way I want for this reason or that reason. But I think if I had, if I was stuck with one game for the rest of my life, like this is what you got to play. <sighs> I like Destiny 1 a lot too. There's a lot of content in Destiny 1. You can't play by yourself. It's too hard. No, you gotta I, start over again. You gotta no, start at level no, I'll, zero. I'll, I'll be fine if I play by myself, <laughs> especially if I if I can only play one game for the rest of my life. So I'll get pretty damn good at it. <laughs> um, oh, multiplayer's got to count, right? Yeah, but guess what? How how active is Destiny One right now? This is an indefinite scenario. These servers stay up all the time. Oh god. So I think multiplayer should be full all the time. 
lobbies are always full in this in this can in this scenario. Like if I was going to play Paladins or Overwatch forever, lobbies okay, so you're are picking full. Destiny one. Here, you, you, you you go you go first. How do you think I can pick? You've been thinking about this. I haven't. Okay, I'm going to go with Destiny two's got better story. I think. Okay, so you're just picking Destiny. It's going to be one of the two. Okay. Give me a second, and I'll figure out exactly what it is. Destiny 2 hasn't finished their DLC yet, but they produced a lot of DLC. And I'm kind of proud of how much they've produced, because as much as other people want to say, like, you haven't produced very much, I'm looking at it like, well, there's a lot of DLC sitting here on the table right now. I get that with a lot of people have paid a lot of money for this DLC. I would almost need to go back and play Destiny 1 to figure out if I like it more or less than Destiny 2. I think that's what it would come down to is the actual gameplay. I don't know. If I, okay, I guess if you had to put a gun to my head right now, I'd say Destiny 1. I'd, I'd walk away with Destiny 1. My answer is super lame. I'm listening. Asteroids. Just kidding. That kind okay, of I was old. about to just barf all over this entire <laughs> table. <laughs> the game that pops in my head right away is Hydro Thunder Hurricane. Because I've already put a ton of hours in. A ton of hours. And on 360. And when I put it back on my Xbox One, I started to get into it again and was really enjoying it. And in this scenario, there's lobbies are always full. And I didn't play a lot online, so it'd be fun to play online again. And the fun part for me was when you play a lot is to be, you know, become the record holder for that track in the world. Sure. And I... When I first got the game, I was putting up some decent, like I was in the top 50 on a couple courses and stuff, and now they're all bumped. Like, I'm way far down. Right. So if I had to play it for the rest of my life, you could get I could start good getting at good at it again. Right. And I'm talking, you know how like Demon Souls and Bloodborne and all that crap were like, you would die a lot? If I was playing and I made one tiny mistake, yep. restart. And I did that for hours until I mastered a track. My brother and I did that a lot as well. A lot because we ended up competing against you. Yeah, you so that's what we would do. We would just do the exact same thing over and over again. If you On like the first corner, as soon as you jump, you didn't jump correctly. Or you didn't make that corner correctly right off the bat. Or several laps in, didn't make a good cut. Ugh, you know this match is already sucks. over after yep. all the time you put into this race. That's what sucks is like... Stop, restart. Castle Von Boom. You're on your third lap. Last corner to the flag or whatever. And you hit a barrel, or you bump the wall, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know it's over. You know it's over. And you spent so much time you, playing that. It doesn't matter map. because you that put you half a second behind, which is now off the record. So mm-hmm. boop. But the amount of accomplishment that you get mm. when you do cross that line, and you know that you beat it. God, I would send Uh-oh. pictures of my nuts to <laughs> Marshall all the time. <laughs> just, just kidding. <laughs> um. Uh. That'd probably be my pick right off the bat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of what else I played a lot that I liked. It it's so hard because all the games I really love are on older consoles because I never really played the new stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, Breath of the Wild Zelda is a really good game too, and you can play it multiple different ways. So that'd be my other pick of just what I remember. Um, that would probably be a good pick. I think that might even be some other people's pick for that matter. Just because if you replay it. You can go about it a different way, mm-hmm. no matter what. Like some people went directly to the end boss, Ganon, without really? doing anything else. So, like, how is that even possible? Well, you just go do it. We got. And are you able him. to defeat him like that? Yeah, this with speedruns and stuff. Interesting. I think a speedrun's under forty minutes to beat the game, and half of that is at that first plateau where you have to. It's like twenty minutes at the first plateau, and then it's run right to Ganon. But then, of course, you're not really experiencing the game. Oh, no, no. That's just a speed run. Right. right. Yeah. Um, but that'd be my pick. And that's super lame. But I am I fucking love Hydro Thunder. I <clears throat> Metal Jesus Rocks had something on Twitter about um, when they released a new backward compatibility for the Xbox. You know, like every month or two, they put out a new, like, oh, these games are added. Sure. And he had tweet, he had tweeted something out, and I kept tweeting back, we need Blood Wake. We need Blood Wake. Because um, that was... The two guys who founded Vector Unit, who made Hydro Thunder Hurricane, were on the Blood Wake team. Uh-huh. And um, that was the first kind of boat. It's like a boat twisted metal. Right. A boat shooter. And they 
worked really big on the physics for the water, and so that was a big deal. Are they producing any games currently? Riptide. Okay. That's their game. Okay. Uh, and it, Riptide is a DLC, not DLC, like an independent game. Yeah. It's like a mobile game, and they brought it to consoles. Right. It's okay. It's, what, 30 bucks? I don't think so. I think it's cheaper than that. I think it was like okay. 14 Really? For even the Xbox? Oh, I have no idea. I only okay. bought it for the Switch. All right. I, it's just, it doesn't scratch my itch for Hydro Thunder. I hear you. So that's why I was just so mediocre about it. It was cool to meet the guys, and I, I bought the first one, and then I bought Riptide Renegade. Um, I like supporting them, but I, I really want another Hydro Thunder. When it comes to Hydro Thunder and H2 Overdrive, which one do you think is better? Because the H2 Overdrive is the arcade version, mm, correct? Yes. How much different are they, do you feel like? They're actually... They're vastly different. So the arcade one, you can upgrade your boat the more you play with the boat. Oh, yeah, that's right. The levels, it's fun because the levels are different. So there's a bunch of new levels. Okay, well, that doesn't really But count. it feels like a good game. I'm not really saying, like, I guess I meant, yeah, the difference is like, a, like you just said, where you can upgrade the boat. Which is a, a different experience than Hydro Thunder. Mm-hmm. The, the hard part I have with that is it, it's fun to have that. Because then you can progress your boat. Could you... I'm going to let you finish your But that then gives your boat an unfair advantage. However, in the arcade, you know, you can't really win often unless you have your boat upgraded. So that's the whole point of, like, putting money in. Where Hydro Thunder Hurricane or Hydro Thunder, everybody's the same. Mm -hmm. You, You pick a boat, which every boat's different, but, like, you have a chance to win. Right. That's just how it is. Yeah, even if you have the worst boat, you still have a chance to win. Yeah. Um, so it's a. I still think Hydro Thunder is my jam, but I love H2 Overdrive. I wish they would port it to consoles, or I'd buy the dumb thing. But then it's an arcade game, so it's not actually that deep. There's not that much to do. If they put, uh, I mean, we're off topic now, but if if they, if you could buy an H2 Overdrive, let's say it was like two hundred bucks right now. Not that it would be, but let's just say it's two hundred bucks right now. Would you put one in your house and just play it? Oh, yeah. Indefinitely? Okay. Um, I actually asked this on the Clob forum, the classic something arcade forum. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody said, you can't buy one because you're playing by yourself. Sure. It's not that fun. The game's not very long. You need to buy two, and then it turns into a party game. Uh, and then look at all my... Because then, then everybody who comes over is going to be playing this, and then ultimately you're the coolest guy on the block, for sure. But then... Look at all my old party games. How long do they last? Hmm. Big Buck Hunter, Bubble Hockey. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think I had them for like three months. I mean, Chucks I still have, but like I'm looking to sell it. But I feel like H2O Drive is a different category than those games. I think it's more like a, a it's friendly to everybody. It is, but, but it's still the saying. same. I hear what you're saying. Like you could play it. You it's a longer single player because you want to get your name on the map or the tracks mm-hmm. and upgrade all your boats like you could spend time upgrading every single boat under your account but it's still the same game every single time right um all right so so that, that that's for video game wise the game that i could play forever would be destiny one and you would say uh hydro thunder hurricane with with, with dlc yeah well yeah the yeah. one dlc pack they released right tempest pack Right. Um, I would say, and of course mine would also be with DLC. I'm not playing Des- Destiny 1 by my, you know, without DLC. Well, that game would not be good. No, it would not be good. And that would be an absolute failure. All right, so here we go. Uh, and then you start for when it comes to best, or not best. Pinball one game. pinball. One pinball you game the rest of your life. forever. You can only play this one game. So you told me this, and I think the first game was just one in my lineup. And then I thought, nope. At first I thought, eh, maybe I'll just do Medieval Madness. It's the classic. It's my favorite of all time kind of thing. Except, it get boring. Okay. Because it's not an easy game, but the rules are pretty basic and the same every time you play. Sure. I would pick Twilight Zone. All right. Now, I've never played Twilight Zone. What is the benefit of Twilight Zone versus your Medieval Madness, which is your favorite game? 
Twilight Zone, um, in theory, has a really large rule set, and there's a crap load of shots. It's a wide body. It has a bajillion modes, uh-huh. and um, it's used in tournaments a lot because there's different ways to play it. There's different um, modes, like which way to start, and it's just too much to do. When I first played it, ever, I hated it. I thought it was dumb. I didn't know what to do. And sure. Finally, uh, I was at an event at SS Billiards down in the cities, and every other game was taken, so I just played Twilight Zone a bunch, like five times in a row, and I started liking it. So, yeah, that'd be my pick, just because the rules are there. Well, and, I mean, you'd still get bored of it. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But at least for a new player, they're probably not going to like it. But you can still hit a couple fun shots like the gumball machine and the robot. and But at least it, it gave me some depth. Makes sense. You'd probably pick what, Caveman? I was just going to say that. Shut your face. I was joking, no. but, I, but I was going to say that. I was going to be like, well, my, my pick is definitely Caveman. Whoa. But no, that was actually a joke. Um, I've been trying to think about it. It would either be... Okay, I enjoy middle... middle huh. I enjoy Medieval Madness a lot. Mm -hmm. I think that it's a ton of fun. I love the Exploding Castle. Um, It's really good. I don't know if I would pick it over, I don't know. See, one game forever. Lord of the Rings is super long and deep. I think I could play that one for quite a bit. And then just an orgasmic lights show and color show is uh, Ghostbusters. That is so much more fun than I feel like most of the games, even in existence, are. Mm. The problem is you haven't you haven't played a lot of games. Correct. Correct. I, I, I have a far more limited amount of games. Now, my favorite game is still Batman Forever. So that's what I was pitting everything else up against. Now, Batman Forever, I haven't played a lot. It's still my favorite, but I haven't played it enough to know, could you play this game forever? I know you. Huh, it's even got the name in it, Batman Forever. Maybe I should just pick it based off of that alone. But uh, I, I I, like it. It's my favorite game. But I think if I had to play one game forever, this is all I had, I think I'd pick Lord of the Rings. It's a good game to pick. Um, I When I picked it up, I got near the end of the game. N- near it, not there. Sure. But I completed all the modes, like all three multi-balls and something else. And that's the first time I've ever gotten that far uh-huh. because it was set to easy and the posts were moved down so like the ball barely drained. And when I set it to default, it just rocked my ass. Like I can't get far anymore. Sure. Um, I, I've done it a couple more times where I got the three multi-balls. But it's a, it's a long game. It's a hard game. But it offers a lot. Like right. you, you, you could have one game that lasted over 30 minutes. Right. So... It's a good game to pick. I, that's, I guess, just what I was thinking is how deep that game can be. And like you've said before, you can play one single game forever. You can just play it for a really long time, as long as you're obviously good at it and you get better at it. But uh, you can play a single game for many, many, I don't know, I don't want to say minutes, but for a long time. Yeah, the guy I bought it from said he just got, he was able to get to the end so often that he just was, it was time to move on. I think he was getting a Walking Dead. What? Well, when it's set when it's set easy. Oh, you can I suppose. Get there. I suppose. Good point. Um, which, you know, I think I did that with Giant Mnemonic so I could beat to the game. Sure. Before selling it makes sense. Um, That's a good idea. If you're gonna sell your game and you haven't been to the end yet, back it down, make it a little bit easier for yourself, and then you get to find the experience what maybe a, a pro player would be able to experience. Yeah, because some people take the glass off and like you can finger poke or just. Right, but, but that's not that's not experience. My neighbor that. Matt did that with Ghostbusters, and then he let the ball drain and put his name on, and I was so pissed. I was like, "You fucking cheater!" Oh my gosh! <laughs> and uh, did you wipe the the game? I don't remember. I don't think it's. I don't remember. Well, there's a code update How coming. Frustrated anyway, would you be? Because, I'm not that frustrated. Okay, because if you already had your names on it, and then he passed up your name <laughs> after you spent time and time, you know, try to get that name on there. Um. I could see you setting it easy right from the beginning and then making it harder and harder as you go so that so you you could get farther in the game early so you know what to expect or know what's going on. But that's not part of the fun. So some of the fun is like 
experiencing it and being hard. It really depends on experiencing it fresh, like the first time you get a new call out or yeah. a new way to play the game all of a sudden you're in a different mode that you've never seen before. It's like Ghostbusters for me. I left that completely default from the factory. So I've only been to what is that where you get a hundred ghosts and the flippers flip. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what it's I've only called. been there twice since owning it what, two years? And I don't play very often, but like that's not very much. Mm-hmm. No one else has gotten to no one else has gotten that. Right. Um, at league night, we keep talking that we have to go only go for ghosts so we can get that mode because no one else has experienced where the flipper buttons switch. And I think that'd be super fun. Like all of a sudden you're like, Oh shit. And you have to cross your arms to play. I mean, it's wild. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't beat ghostbusters. I haven't gotten close to that. So there's a lot of, and then there's still an update that has to come out that adds in the final wizard mode. So like that update will wipe everybody's score again. But, um, that game's still not, you know, that game's hard as hell. Mm-hmm. It's not as deep as Lord of the Rings, but it sure mm-hmm. feels like it because I haven't been there. Right. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for this show then. Yeah. I only want to say that Deadpool got released by Stern. Oh, yeah. We we should have talked about that. We'll, we'll talk more about it in the next one. Yeah. Yeah, we can. But it looks good. It looks super good. The, the script writing was by um, a comedian. Right. And then the voices was... Nolan Noah. North. Nolan? He's a huge, massive uh, voice. voice actor that's been the voice on probably your favorite game that, that you've played, whatever that is. He's probably been a voice actor on it. Uh, he's a voice actor in so many different uh, cartoons as well. He's just... so He's highly praised. So this was a big surprise. People were joking that it was going to be the like the voice work that happened on The Walking Dead where it was some redneck random guy who didn't sound anything like the TV show. Mm-hmm. Now, Nolan... I think he did voice work for Deadpool in a video game or something, or a cartoon or a comic. Yeah, or that's what I've been told. So he has the experience. I'm excited. the The, the game layout looks the game super layout, fun. the art, oh, the everything art about it looks cool. We we definitely need to do a deep dive. The art the is time. Zombie Yeti, who did Ghostbusters. Well, that makes sense because it yeah. looks just as phenomenal as Ghostbusters. And it's funny that some of the little comic bubbles where there's text make fun of pinball. Oh yeah, and so it's just it. Honestly, it's going to be a, a really fun game. The other game coming out is Monster Bash. That also looks phenomenal. Which? Well, there's, there's not as, as much information about it, but it's, the, the art looks really good so far that they've released. Yeah. It's the same company as my Medieval Madness. They remade Medieval Madness, Attack from Mars, and now Monster Bash. However, on Attack from Mars, they introduced the like double the bigness LCD screen instead of the DMD so that it's even a bigger and then they added a, a new topper sure that wasn't on the original sure um uh, monster bash you're going to get the big lcd screen but now there's another secret they've added to the game that they haven't told anybody about do you think it's going to be in the gameplay itself yeah there's rumors the prototype version had a pop-up ramp and so there's rumors that they're going to bring it back that'd be um, that'd be a game changer big time i've been talking mad smack about selling tron because i want to get a fun pinball game i want a game that's fun which sure. means it's usually easy so sure. my top two right now are scared stiff and monster bash the old one well yeah but i'd probably buy the remake okay scared stiff is old um they both go around six six thousand i guess so that's why i'm like well, let's sell bubble high when the and- new monster bash comes out will that just plummet the price for the old ones it it should bring the old ones down their prices are nuts they want like eight to ten grand wow same with medieval when when i got into the hobby medieval was like 3500 hmm. then it jumped to you know eight and ten some people were buying them for th- 10 15 wow. if they were quote unquote collector quality mm-hmm. then this one got announced for 8500 and everybody's game dropped down to you know eight to nine grand for the original and some people still want the original because it's the old board set from williams I don't. I don't fucking want a twenty to thirty year old board. I want a brand new. Oh, everything's nice. It's beautiful. It plays like butter. People complain about the flippers. I think they're maybe maybe they're a millisecond off. I don't really care. The sure. game plays amazing. And if they make a if they they're making a Monster Bash and a bunch of other games. And Monster Bash is a fun and it's family friendly. It's a bunch of monsters. You collect them on the playfield and then you form a band. And then you like the last mode is like a you jam out. Very cool. I've never actually been there, but 
It sounds so, and looks good. I kind of want to just start dumping games and and get it, but we'll see what happens. Because I was like, or oh, maybe I could sell a bunch of crap and put it at put it at the bar. Okay. <sighs> maybe even make some money off of it then. Yeah, it could help pay itself. Mm-hmm. That'd be a fun one. It's a lot of thinking. Right. Give, give your feedback to me on what I should do. There we go. But yeah, bubble hockey most likely will be on the chopping block within a couple weeks. All right. Well, that is it for this podcast. Notice um, how Steve doesn't care. I do care. You don't care about bubble hockey. You're like, yep, sell it. Sell that bubble hockey. I, that is how I feel about the bubble hockey. Sell it. We'll, we'll bundle it with roller disco. That would, if, if that would sell roller disco, bundle that baby up and we'll sell them both at the same time. Um, all right. Anyways. That is it for this podcast. You can uh, comment on pretty much any anywhere that you're listening to this podcast on right now. Go and leave your comment down there, and we will be able to uh, find it. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. Just flip, just search for Flipping and Mashing. Uh, you can if you go to our pod Podbean. Yeah, Podbean. Yeah, if you go to our Podbean uh, page, you can find our personal Twitter accounts on there as well. But again, that is it for this week. You guys have an awesome week. Bye-bye.